0: Welcome to the Regista Report. It's back, we're back. Today is Monday, August 24th. With a new season around the corner, the time is now. Behind the scenes, teams are masterminding their next moves. Is it time for Messi to move on? PSG might be wondering right now, did Cristiano speak French? And of course, that old chestnut, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, can you catch a Coutinho by the toe? Today's show we discuss the biggest transfer rumors, last year transfers that flopped and popped. And last but not least, we round up the Champions League and Europa League tournaments.
1: Benny Ben, how we doing, brother? Hello, hello, hello. My name is Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Take me back, Ben, with that hello, man. But uh how yeah, are you to today, Ben? <laughs> dude i'm good uh we actually got together today bro we watched some champions league final man what a day bro and now we get to record it's been like a all-star day i'd say
0: yeah man we had a good break i think we both had good vacations i know we're super stoked to to be back and sort of talk about the world of football man although it's been only two weeks a lot has gone on in these two weeks so man um really exciting show man we're really going to talk about what's next for a lot of these teams
1: Yes, bro. Dude, we have so much to catch up on, but uh, we are going to talk about transfers. And that's, that's one of my favorite times, you know, as soon as the season's over, what happens next is transfer rumors start popping in, your favorite clubs, you get the goosebumps of, like, what, what your team's going to go after. But, dude, we're going to start off with something you may have missed first, as we always yes, do. Yes, indeed. Uh, and, and so for me, Joe, what I want to talk about first, man, is we knew back in about two months ago, that the Bologna Or was canceled. So, FIFA, which is uh, run by like the French um, uh, body there, canceled the Bologna Or. And so now there's been a petition going around to reinstate the Bologna Or because, you know, the season's kind of restarted. You know, players have played their football and they deserve to be, I think, rewarded. So the Regista Report signed the petition. We shared it on Twitter. Stay connected. Follow us. Sign the petition. Joey, what do you think? Should we reinstate this thing? What, what, what's going on? Well, I think for a lot of people, it's, you
0: know, Messi and Cristiano aren't at the top of the ballot like usual. Uh, but yeah, of course, man. You, I mean, with the return of football, of course you have the Ballon d'Or. Um and I think I think the basis of that award comes from like a French magazine or some type of a news media so the fact that they sort of canned it for this year is really disappointing uh, especially for someone like lewandowski uh, so yeah man bring it back I, I mean I, I think we've all loved to see I don't know why we can't continue
1: on with it really <laughs> yeah so exactly dude just bring just bring it back can't be that hard and uh... Well, so what you have to do is just basically just put your name and email and sign the petition and there is a contribution if you want to put some money towards it but honestly you all you have to do is just share it and then that's that counts as your signed petition ben, so, can
0: i also get vote for cristiano do i still have that option
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's no ballot, though no one's no one's counting our damn yet. it all right fine but but no i think i i think it it, it, ha- it should be done i mean there's there's no reason why why it had to be canceled. Yeah. Uh, I think I was shocked when we first heard the news of that. But yeah, but come on, bro. We don't need to. We don't need to cancel it. Yeah. No. No.
0: Um, it, it's interesting, though. It's 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 interesting. I understand a little bit, but. Um, changing gears, though, so Bayern Munich, of course, won the Champions League today. Um, and right now, Ben, they're probably halfway to just being ridiculously hammered. Um, and uh, Rio Ferdinand, <laughs> he did some broadcasting today, and they say, okay, Rio, you know, what'd you guys do after the final? How'd you celebrate when you won in 2008 in Moscow? And, and Rio Ferdinand very candidly said, uh, dude, I do not remember it. That's the most alcohol I have ever consumed. Uh, and he actually confessed to showering uh, with his suit on and that he almost missed his flight uh, back to <laughs> Manchester. So you can imagine how good those Germans feel right now, Ben. Um, but um, yeah, just, just all smiles, all celebrations for Bayern Munich, huh?
1: Yeah, man, they they, they must be going crazy right now in uh in the, in the locker room or wherever there are now. But even in in uh, in, in Bavaria, there there must be celebrating down the streets. But treble winning season for them, man. Can't believe it. They deserved it. We're going to talk about that later yep. on. That's going to be our – to that later on. But, uh, yeah, bro, they're probably celebrating like crap right now. And I can't wait. Book. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to hear the stories <laughs> that come out. Um, but we talked about – What's even crazier, yeah. Joe? Sorry. Sorry to no, cut you off. Just- What's even crazier is that uh, I saw uh, footage in France, in Marseille. Marseille fans are celebrating. Like, Imagine the much hatred you have for for your rival club that they lose a Champions League final and Marseille is out in the streets celebrating, like, rioting and going crazy. Like, <laughs> that's what's going on right now. Yeah, France. no, PSG were humbled
0: today. They haven't been humbled much this season. But, uh, yeah, like you said, Ben, we don't want to give too much away, but it does say a lot that there's a city celebrating for a German club in your own country. So there it is. Uh, But no, I mean, Ben, we have an exciting show, of course, like always. But uh, like you said, this time of year, there's so much conjecture about who's going where, what's next. Um, And we want to talk about some some big, big names. And there's no bigger name in football right now. There's no bigger rumor uh, than where's Lionel Messi going to end up next season. Um, And there's a lot, there's a lot to discuss there, man. And I don't think Messi even knows the answer. I don't, I certainly Barcelona doesn't know the answer, Uh, but Ben, let's, let's jump into the fire, man. What what do you, what do you think about sort of all the messy controversy right now in in Barcelona's?
1: Yeah, bro. I mean, these reports are coming out of Spain. They broke out last week, you know, days after they got hammered eight to two by Bayern. that, you know, that Messi wants out. Now this, this, news uh, outlet that, that broke out that Messi stated that he wants out of the club came from a source that they were the ones that broke the news that Neymar was going to leave Barcelona going to PSG. So it, it, I feel like it's gotten some traction now because of that. And now, speaking now, what, what the president has said of Barcelona, you know, president uh, of Barcelona Bartomeu and Komen, saying that they they have to convince Messi to stay now. That's and we also learned too about like what the, what the bio clause for his, for his, uh, for his transfer to go out. Like, did you, did you realize, did you realize how much it costs? Yeah. Abs- <laughs> to, yeah. Even, to even just, to even just talk to him and get, and get, and get the the wages of him.
0: Yeah, no, he's the biggest asset in world football, even at his age. And I think the reason that maybe, for the first time in his career, he's thinking about leaving Barcelona is because he's at an age where he doesn't have a lot of time left to win trophies. And he's still from my understanding, as hungry as ever, uh, but, yes, his buyout causes in the region of I think, about $750 million. So almost a billion. Um, <laughs> that's, that's insane. insane. But you think, you think Barcelona in this state – I mean, if if PSG offered $400 million, I think they they take a second look at that. I don't think it has to be that $700 number – or excuse me, $700 million number. Uh, but, God, man, that's a lot
1: of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, there's only two clubs that I could think I could afford. Him and his like one million a week salary. Yeah, I said that right. One million a week salary. Uh, I think it's Man City and PSG, right? Like, I don't think I don't think Inter has the cash. I can't think of any. Other I can't. Club. I
0: think you're forgetting one, but I, it would never happen. It's Real Madrid. Maybe potentially that could afford that transfer. Okay. But they would never be that <laughs> okay. audacious. I mean, you couldn't do that. <laughs>
1: No, bro. I, sorry, that's no. It's hard to envision Messi in a in a different kit it is. than than Barcelona. It so is, and that's just. I don't. I don't think. real I don't quick, know. Ben. Yeah. Real quick.
0: So this came to light because of the Bayern Munich result. Do you think if Bayern Munich does not smash Barcelona, you know his mindset is is different than it is now? Do you think it's all because of that one game?
1: <sighs> yeah, man. I, I think it has to be because of that game. I mean. Going back to previous Champions League losses, kind of, like, they kind of went out in really bad form and kind of a humiliated form, and so he's got to be thinking in the back of his head after that game. I think Real Ferdinand said it. It was just like, what is what is his mind must be going through in that locker room right now, and his, his and his drive back home. It's like, do I really want to stay at this club and try and rebuild? And I like you said, he's thirty three years old. He's got like a few more years for you know quality primetime football does he want to stay and and try and see this out and and stay with the club and, and and keep rebuilding it and keep going through this or does he take a chance and go somewhere else i don't know um so yeah that definitely that that big result that where they went through that had to be uh going through his mind especially at days after yeah
0: I, and I think for me personally, honestly, how incredible Bayern were this year. I do think that this result against Barcelona is being overplayed a bit. Um, and let me give you some stats on that. So so Barcelona finished second in La Liga. Uh, they were also the team um, that knocked out Inter from qualifying further in the Champions League. And everybody's talking about, it, at least before the Sevilla game, what a championship, what a Champions League side Inter could be next season. Um, and then mm-hmm. again, I mean, the result to me against Bayern Munich was was not so much down to the players. Yes, there was a lot of mistakes in that game, but I really think the manager uh, was sort of clueless with his tactics, uh, tactics against Bayern Munich because Bayern Munich was definitely a superior team, but the way they set up, the way they thought they could play out of the back and play into Bayern's pressure, yeah. for me, was just a big mistake. Um, so I, yeah. I do think it's overplayed a bit. There were some players missing from from Barcelona, but I understand Messi's mindset now. Um, but I also think his standoff with the club now could be, hey, make some big signings, convince me that I need to stay. But then the the flip side of that, Ben, is they're in a lot of financial trouble. and We had talked about this before where they actually had to do yeah. the Panjic and Arthur deal just to get on the green <laughs> side of the book. So, I mean, Barcelona has a lot of problems. Um, but it's for me. It's gonna be hard to see Messi leave Barcelona, Ben. Do you think it's realistic? If you had to give like a percentage that he might leave, um, and this is just, of course, all speculation. But I mean, do you think it's
1: possible, Ben? I mean, what percentage do you give it? Of him leaving, I, I would give it like ten percent. I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. One because I, I think like you're 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 right on that. This is kind of getting overplayed a little bit. The the, the hammering it, it was tactical mishaps and very very poor defensive displays from from an aging kind of back line and midfield it's the spine of the team is just aging so there's obvious kind of needs for a rebuild not like a major sure. rebuild but there's 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 guys in there that I, that I think need to go and what 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 you're saying it was tactically, but you're spot on. The managerial like approach. I think Kikasietia knew like he wasn't gonna stay after the season, so he was just like, "Y'all, let's go out guns blazing. Let's see what happens." And then what happened? This is what happens when you're trying to go toe to toe with Bayern. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think you're spot on. I, don't, I see like 10, percent bro. And uh, to me, the bigger the bigger picture is who's gonna leave outside of Messi. So uh, for me, like what, what, what Barça's president said was that Messi. Sagan, Semedo, Dembele, Griezmann, De Jong and Linglet are ones that are not for sale. So, that has to spark interest in these other guys. Right. So, Suarez to me is on that top of that list. Like he's he's been getting he's I'm sure he's not getting the feedback that he wants. To like give me the the security of like you want me here at this club. So, yeah. Luis Suarez, at Suarez is to me one of the ones that might be the one to offload. Like he's aging too. I believe he's like And you could get some money out of him still. Um, he he didn't yeah. do
0: himself any favors by coming uh, out of lockdown, overweight. You know, he, even in the game against Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. he looked – he didn't look fit. Um, but you're absolutely right. If you're looking for a solution, at least to gain some revenue, I mean, Suarez is a player that you could sell that's potentially past his prime. He can still bang in a goal. He's still talented. But, yeah, that, I, can, I, I think you make a good point, Ben. It's time for
1: some of those players uh, to move on. Now, some of the ridiculous uh <laughs> transfer rumors that I've heard, we're gonna try and go from kind of ridiculous to a little bit more serious. So the one ridiculous one that I heard was <laughs> was PK to Fulham. <laughs> like that like come on, bro. Like PK going into a newly promoted Premier League side. That that's not no. <laughs> uh, it, plus they have to pay up his like his wages for that. And I think PK at his at his age, uh, I think he's still out for some Champions League football somewhere. Uh, maybe not at uh, Barca though. So I think that was that was kind of ridiculous. But the other ones that I that I've been hearing that's uh, a little bit more serious is that I think the Dutchman Komen that has been the the new manager for Barca says that he wants a defender, midfielder, and a striker. So uh, does he does he want Eric Garcia from Man City? He's a 19 year old defender. He's a former Barcelona uh, player, and then he's also linked with Ajax's Van Van de Beek. And also on the top of the list, I would say it was Inter's Lauturo La Martinez. Sure. So, and then the last one is Everton's with Charleston, who they want a whopping 188 million US dollars for. So Everton's obviously saying, "Yo, you ain't you you got payout for this Brazilians? I heard you guys like Brazilians." Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that would be repeating some of the same mistakes they've already made with some of their transfers. Man, they got to be a little bit smarter than (laughs) that. But yeah, I mean, I can see them spending big cash. Hopefully, not 100 million for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they have to decide on what they want to do with Coutinho too. Let's let's talk about that a little bit. Like, what do you think is going to happen there? So I think you're if you're Barcelona, you're
0: in a position where you've told a player that he's unwanted at the club, and then he goes to another club. And actually performs well. I would say semi well. You know, he he showed that he's still a player that can compete. He scored a couple goals in the semifinal. But how do you mentally tell a player, oh yeah, we want you now? Um, so they're in a tough spot with Coutinho. I think they have to sell him for the treatment that he had. He he was given some time to perform there, and in, in the Barcelona eyes, he never did. Um, so it's an uphill battle for Coutinho. And I think they still need to raise money if they're going to do this overhaul. Um, but I think Barcelona. You know, if they get a decent
1: bid for him, I think they have to sell. I mean, I would say Coutinho to PSG would be a nice move for him.
0: Just yeah, saying. yeah. No no, I... no,
1: no, no concrete there. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there.
0: Yeah, you would like to see – I don't know, man. I'd like to see him back in the Premier League, man. He really did well there. I'd like to see him back in that, you know, fast-paced league where I think he thrives. I think sometimes when he gets too much time on the ball, he, he, he has, like, you know, a deer in headlights almost. He has too many options. So,
1: um, yeah, we'll see where he ends up, Benny. Yeah so Barca's got some some work to do. They need to first get players off their wage bill before they get sign they sign anybody and uh yeah man a big uh soap opera going on there with uh with Messi news, Suarez uh and with with their aging guys. So let's see what happens man. Yeah. <laughs> um should we move on to our, our next topic? I think this one are you ready to move on judge? Do you have anything else to say about about Barca? Not about Barca,
0: but I do have some more transfer rumors that I want to go over. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: got my next one, the rumor that I, that I want to start here. Uh do you want to go first? Let me let me get here where your step second.
0: Yeah, I don't think you could talk about Messi without talking about Cristiano even now. Um of course. So, you know, Ronaldo was in a position too where he wanted to position himself to win the Champions League and of course, I think the team because he performed in that last game. He scored two goals. Um, and he's in a position mm-hmm. too, where he's fighting against father time. Um, he also wants to win more trophies as well. So there's been some links that he's been unhappy. He wants to move on. Of course, there's a new manager in Pirlo, which we really don't have any experience like management experience from Pirlo. So there's a lot of question marks mm-hmm. around him Ronaldo, what he wants to do. And he's been linked with some bigger clubs as well. Of course um, you mentioned today, Ben, he, he would fit in quite nicely at PSG and that's not outside the realm. Um, and I think if Juventus gets a, Good enough bid. I think that's one of the players too that might move on. And has the power to move
1: on, uh, but mm-hmm. but what's your take on Cristiano? Dude, if Ronaldo goes to PSG, I'm not buying FIFA 21. <laughs> I'm saying it right now because so many kids are gonna abuse Neymar and Pape and and Ronaldo on Ultimate Team. <laughs> no, I I think I think that um, that's for for Ronaldo. I think he gives it one more year with with Juve. I, 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 with the new boss too coming in with Pirlo, what needs to happen is like you need to have an ego that's on the level of Ronaldo. You know, like I think Zidane did it so well that that he was able to kind of tell Ronaldo, uh, and keep him kind of on, on track and almost, you know, keep him on his good side basically. And it, it, there was a day like a midweek game, he was like, Yo, Ronaldo, you know, you're not going to play this game. But look, you're gonna play this weekend. You're gonna play in Champions League. Don't worry. Like he was happy with that. Whereas Ronaldo talking to Sari, he was like, no, f off, bro. Don't shut me off. Like yeah. you know. So I think with Pirlo, it's a big challenge. But dude, I mean, he's 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 played with the best. Like he fits. <laughs> he's the pedigree. played with the locker room. He he fits the pedigree of being someone that can talk to Ronaldo. So I think Ronaldo gives it one more year with with Juve. Yeah. I, I see that I happening. Do do that as
0: well. Yeah, absolutely. And your guy, your guy, yeah. I guess. Sancho, man. Um, as a Manchester United fan, I mean, you're always Ugh. back and forth. You never really know, man. But is this a guy, Ben, that you have to to have to uh, bring into the club to to you know maybe compete for the Premier League next year? You're definitely going to be in Champions Dude. League. Like, is he is he the guy that you need
1: or? I am so over this transfer rumor. Like, I'm so right. bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hate this transfer rumor, man. Like, the worst thing about. Man use transfer rumors is that they take forever and they go, they 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 almost last until the final day. And what happens when 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 that when they allow that to happen is that it puts more pressure on the player. And because if you get if look at Chelsea's form, right? Chelsea's way of signing players is like they get it done right away, barely any rumors happening, and they're in the team and they're practicing. Like that's so that's so well thought out and well Well put for a player. So this Sancho drama, bro, I'm so overweight. Yeah. (laughs) So they won 130 million U.S. dollars, right? So despite, um, you know, dormant loss of 50 million in this season. So they lost the books uh, this year, Joe, for – I saw a lot of teams have. Uh, They say they want to hold on to Sancho. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Their deadline day was August 10th, so that already passed for four – uh, Dorman putting putting on that deadline day for Sancho to sign him. Uh, so the director of Sebastian Kale's latest words was that he's he's staying for the club. He's happy to stay, and so it doesn't look that this is going to happen. And Jado Sancho even himself coming out and saying that he's happy and he's 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 uh, he's happy to work with all these players. So uh, they hold all the cards. So I, I, have, I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't think I necessarily want. We should we should go for him this year. Let's wait next year. And go for some defenders. That's what I would say. But I've, I have a feeling they're gonna they're gonna make that bid in the last day, and it's or Barca's gonna sneak up and get him, something like that. Man, so. I don't know if Barca. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe if they trade a Dembele back, maybe. Um, but the big thing is too that they're yeah. asking for 108 million euros for Sancho, and I think I and uh, I really hope Man United aren't going to pay that because I do think that's far exceeds his worth. I understand his potential and how young he is. Um, Yeah, and I think Dortmund are kind of, like you've said it before, Ben, I think he's kind of playing, or Dortmund's playing for the Man U price. And I think for Man U to reestablish that, hey, being dicks. That's
1: what they're doing. Yeah, I,
0: I think they need to reestablish <laughs> that United's not going to pay, overpay for a player just because they're Man United, and they can't afford it. So All I right. think it's important that Man U do play hardball well and don't, because, you know, at the end of the day, I kind of think Dortmund Ben is thinking, just like you, Man U's going to put in a, a bid on maybe one of the last days of the transfer market to try to push it to go through. But from my perspective, I'm really All hoping right. they don't because I'd like to see Greenwood blossom a little bit more. Um, and I think there's other areas that you could strengthen. But yeah, right on, man. Um, I'm over it, too. I, I just hope both of them stay where they're at and, and there's no more rumor about it man just let it be <laughs> just let it be yeah
1: bro. let it be yeah uh, should we move on to some americans joe i have an american transfer yes so weston mckinney this is a transfer saga that's been going on too playing for uh for shaka southampton and newcastle are the strongest link to him for 26 million so I think Southampton would be the strongest link there because they, they, um, they lost uh, Hoiberg to Tottenham. So there's a void there that Weston McKinney could fill in. Now, that would be an amazing deal for another American playing in the Premier League, Joe. Uh, which, which team do you think Weston McKinney could fit in the best? There? You said
0: Southampton was one of the teams. Or what was the other one there?
1: Southampton. Southampton and Newcastle. There's also been, uh, there's also been Wolves Ooh. thrown in there too. Um, I think, I think yeah. obviously Wolves would
0: probably be the most attractive just because I think they play the best football. Um, but you know I wouldn't mind seeing them stick around the Bundesliga. I've seen too many Americans come into the Premier League. I, I would say without being completely ready or maybe playing a bench role and their career gets sidetracked from there. But I think he could yeah. do well in Wolves. I think that if I'm his agent, I I try to push that one through um,
1: more than the other two for sure. Do it, man. Let's get Weston McKinney to the Premier League. Watch him just go sideways and go to just like yeah to
0: <laughs> just another Bundesliga club. Yeah. Right. God damn it. Come on.
1: Get him over here. Get him yeah, over Yeah, if front. you do well one day, you could uh,
0: Bayern. That's how it works
1: in that league. Exactly. yeah I mean that, that wouldn't be too bad yeah. either. So uh should we talk about any other rumors or do you want to talk about some done deals? I have some done deals that are that are happening probably this week, Joe. But yeah, uh, I'd like to hear some done deals, Ben. What you got? So, we talked about him today, Joe, and um, our good friend, Oscar Rodriguez, should would be happy to hear about this one. So, Gabriel. Gabriel, I, I want to say his last name is Magalese. Okay. So, I'm just going to call him Gabriel because that's just yeah. way easier. Take so, that, Brian. <laughs> he, the, the Lille defender is set for a medical in Arsenal tomorrow, or today, it's Monday. Uh, the fee of three, $35 uh, million, US dollars, Joe. And so Napoli and Manu were rumored to to go for him, but the phone call that convinced him was from Arteta. And dude, Arteta's doing some work, man. He's pulling the strings. He's already got uh, Willian, you know, signed signed done deal as a as a free free agent, and now bringing on another Brazilian and Gabriel. So Arteta's army is really kind of looking good. And they, they seem to be on the move and doing some good deals uh, this transfer window so far. But that is set for tomorrow. And uh, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I think it's a big signing for them. They needed center backs more than any other position. And they have another young kid coming to the French League, uh, Saliba. So it, it's good that they're signing these players, man. And you can't say enough about Arteta right now. And But at the same time, too, Arsenal is linked with. Everybody right now. They're they're rumored to get everyone. So yeah, exciting times
1: for Arsenal, Arsenal fans, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the next one is Leicester City's Ben Chilwell said to join. This coming week is said to be done. Uh, a deal close to, to sixty six million uh US dollars there for Ben Chilwell left back. And that's a hefty price that for is left a left back. Hefty price. Again, that's a that's again it's a it's an English. Uh, player, you know how the English boys go for. So Chelsea has just been just been not playing around too. The negotiations for Kai Havertz is also undergoing. Thiago Silva is a free agent. He's already said it today after the game that this was the last game for PSG. So a man that's going up on 36 is looking to play in the Prem because he wants to play. Joe, he wants to play in the World Cup. He still wants to. He still sure. has a dream to play for Brazil in the World Cup. So. Thiago Silva and the Prem, Joe, do you see that happening? Do you see him going for Chelsea? Honestly, I do, just because those clubs have some business between them already, of
0: course, with David Luiz. So you'd like to think behind the scenes they have good relations. But, yeah, I could see Thiago Silva lining up for Chelsea. Maybe not in a starting role, but he certainly brings a lot of experience. And he played well today. So if you're thinking, of course, he's not in his prime anymore, but he still has it, man. He just needs to keep his body fit. I know his knee took a little bit of a knock. But, yeah, I don't see why not, Ben.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't see why not. That'd be an excellent move for, for Chelsea. Honestly, I'm getting a little jelly here, Joe. I'm a little jealous from all these uh, Premier League clubs getting all these transfer rumors, getting all these things done. Man, you over here getting McGuire sent to jail. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. are we doing? What's happening? Are we, what, what's happening, Joe? Yeah. So now, I, I don't know. I don't know what's, what's, we're, we're probably not going to get anybody. What if, what if we just don't get anybody? That'd be, uh, that, that would be unlikely, but yeah, because... and you
0: can see that happening too with everything going on as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, but we're gonna get to like perfect transfer window signings a little bit later, just give our take uh, on that. But uh, I think Joe, I think we're uh, Did you have any other done deal uh rumors or anything else you want to bring up before we go into best and worst transfers? Well, of, of course, the
0: year? there's there was a lot of linkage with Neymar in Barcelona. Um, and of course, Mbappe too has always been rumored uh to maybe be heading to, to Real Madrid and been after this. The big loss that they took today, you could see Neymar in tears. Of course, Mbappe was disappointed. Um, ben, do you see any real, like, do you think it's realistic that they could move on maybe to another club this season? Or do you think it's more important that PSG kind of just reaffirm with them, hey, you guys will be here next year? I think that's the only other two that were on my mind.
1: Yeah, I was going to bring that up in the, in the perfect transfer window. But for, we can do that right now for, for Real Madrid. I think um, they go for one of them. They go for for Mbappe or Neymar. Just go ahead and try and see if they can sneak it in. Uh, see if they can uh, ruffle break some them apart. feathers. Yeah, but yeah, ruffle some feathers, man. They're, the Champions League. Look, they they spent, PSG spends so much money on this project. They're gonna want to try and keep it alive and keep both Mbappe and Neymar. Uh, and I I feel like look, they got this close they got to the final i think they stick around for one year one more year to try and do it again if they would have won today then i would have said okay let's that's the, the deal's done you know the the project's over let's let's move on to our next uh next uh task there our next objective for for those two guys so um i think we'll have more to say about neymar and mbappe after the or after our, our reactions sure, to sure. the game but that was uh, good highlights there for transfer negotiations and and see what's happening but dude, what what an interesting transfer window we just went through uh, last summer and last winter so i have my best and worst transfers of the year yeah. joe i want to give you my best for the summer i have my best for the winter oh wow uh, and i want to see i want to see what yeah, you think me, so i think we both i think we both agree, may may agree on the best overall maybe transfer is uh, 81 million dollars from man U to inter milan that was That was Romelu Lukaku.
0: And they've stumbled and stuttered. And the predatory Lukaku has pounced. It's Romelu Lukaku and it was never in doubt.
1: He's a beast at the best of times, but this season he has
0: become a monster. Boom. Wow. There's no stopping him. Simple as that.
1: The power that he hits it to that near post, keeper, no chance. Uh, what a season he's had 50 games, 34 goals, six assists. Not surprised by me, man. He tied R9's uh Ronaldo's debut season at Inter. Man, what a season he's had. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, him? he's
0: been tremendous for Inter. It's a league that I think fits his style of play perfectly. Um, it I'm just so glad he didn't break uh, Ronaldo's record and, of course, the Brazilian. <laughs> um, because they're still, for me, they're still a different caliber of player. But, I mean, dude, he's a class player. He looks fitter than he ever was on Man United. Um, and I think he's kind of, for the, maybe the first time in his career in a while, because he did really well for Everton, he had to kind of prove himself again because he, he was made to be yeah. United scapegoat. Um, and I know it would have been so sweet for him to take that uh, Europa final, but he's been, I mean, everything that you want in the transfer, he's delivered. He's worth every penny that they spent on him. Um, so, I mean, well done for Romelu, for and it's just awesome, man.
1: Yeah, my, my question there is, like, do you
0: think Man United regret letting him go? I don't think so, Ben, because he got an opportunity to prove himself there, and it, the numbers for Lukaku was good. Um, but it seemed right. like in clutch situations where you needed to have a good first touch and a really good finish, because he's still guilty of wasting a lot of chances. And in that Europa League game, too, he had a chance to bring Inter into the league and they missed. And then Sevilla went on to score. So he's still lacking, I would say, that a little bit more quality in the final thirds. So I don't think Manu regretted. it. I don't think he was in their project. Um, but I think it, it sort of worked out for both teams.
1: Uh, yeah, I I'm glad you said that. That was there was a, a good interview from Lukaku saying stuff like that that uh, that if he he's uh not surprised at all how well Ali has done with uh Rashford and the come ups of Greenwood and Martial this season and and he expects them to do well next season. So that was that was a classy touch from, from Lukaku. Um and yeah man, what a signing he's been and what I, I knew he was gonna tear it up in, Yeah. Entry, so Mm. They they shall continue on next season. But for the best winner transfer for me, man, it go, it's a tie for me. It's it's Bruno Fernandez and Erling Holland. So Bruno Fernandez for sixty million. One might say that that might be a little bit of uh, for once a, a good deal. That man, you paid, yeah, for, <laughs> right. You can get a good pitch on it. Doesn't really say it's a foul. Fernandez is gonna have a go. He is the Manchester United spark, Bruno Fernandes, what a signing he has been, his first United goal from open play, Pickford is beaten and you've got to say the goal was coming, but it's a very special moment for Bruno Fernandes and Manchester United, it's 1-1. So twenty two games, twelve goals, eight assists. A lot of them, Joe. A lot of them coming from the yeah. pen, <laughs> from the pen. Bruno Penandes, as uh, as some might say. But, dude, it, it, from from my take, from from my Man United perspective, it's just like you have to look at how bleak Man U looked before that. Before he came, like dude, they were they were outside of the top four. They were lacking creativity. Pogba looked unsettled. And then all of a sudden, Bruno comes in and he gives what what Man U was lacking. That was creativity, quality, and leadership. And and he just took a lot of pressure off Pogba. And he's absolutely changed the whole Man United squad. So one player, dude, one player did that for for the whole squad and um, bringing up Man U's goal tally. 22 goals in nine games after the restart, so they were absolutely flying when uh, when Bruno was able to link up with Pogba and all those guys up top, and then uh, for Erling Holland, man, dude, 18 games, 16 goals, three assists, like dude, what an absolute signing for 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 Dortmund. Ball in behind, looks like Holland's on side. He's gonna go in on goal here again, Holland. Oh, no. And dude, I might think that eventually, you know, because Erling Holland can't stay at dormant you know, forever. Um, I would think that Holland to to Real Madrid in the future would be a, a signing that I could see him at. Right? What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think, man, Ben, so any player that has incredible form, I think it's a natural link. Uh, to Real Madrid, but I think he would he, he could play in any team because he has the body, he has the touch and he has sort of that bit of class that I think maybe Lukaku even lacks at this point. Is You think he's going to finish everything that comes to his feet. Um, but yeah, he's a player that can fit in anywhere. I think he really made a smart move uh, to go to Dortmund at the at to stay in Germany where he can really develop and even gain some confidence. And I know Ben, he was probably laughing a little bit at PSG uh, today because of the little spat that they got too, uh, so, dude, he's a oh, pure yeah. competitor, man, and that's what you need. You need that hunger and that drive, and he certainly has that.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Uh, so, those were my two best winter transfers. Joe, did you have did you, did you did you did you have any of the anybody else in mind, or did you think of the same in mind? Yeah,
0: and Ben, I'm surprised you didn't mention it. What about uh, Pulisic, man, for one of the best transfers,
1: dude? Yeah, I was gonna say Pulisic but i think his his kind of big upstart was was post uh lockdown so if he had a full like you know season on on you know fully fit season then i would have i would have loved to see that and i hope he gets that this next season so i think he's in there he's definitely in there and and one of the best moves this this uh this trans this past transfer window so yeah dude i think he's going to take off too with the likes of you know linking up with saich and, and timo werner oh shit dude i'm scared yeah honestly,
0: i think his <laughs> transfer was brilliant i think what makes his transfer so good yeah. too is no one expected him to do as well as he did even though sort of his best form came post lockdown that's the most crucial part of the season and i remember one game specifically right. against liverpool where he was he took on joe gomez megged him, um and then pushed it by i think it was trent right after that so i mean i thought he was brilliant i think a lot of people sort of woke up um and it, he really showed his talent and what he's worth and i think he was chelsea's best player post restart um so yeah Yeah. i think he was sort of a bargain too the way that he's playing man so yeah i mean of course i'm biased but yeah i I thought it was brown i think that's the only other name maybe i'd put up in that list
1: appearances but look at this the cross comes in towards pulisic the chest control he has support on his right foot christian pulisic absolutely brilliant by the american and he closes Chelsea to within one goal of the Champions League. And he's taking over this game against the Champions single-handedly. A wry smile from Jurgen Klopp. It's Liverpool 4-Chelsea 3. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, let's, let's do that. Let's put him up there. I think that he definitely deserves that mention, no doubt. So from best to worst, Joe, I think let's let's transition here to to that. The worst transfer this season. Uh there's been quite a few of them. And it, it may go to show that some of these high uh, high record maybe transfers need some time to develop. So let's let's not let's not go ahead and write them off right away this season. Like let's let's see what happens next season. But for this season, there might be one to rem- forget for some of these players. And so at the top of my list, Joe, I'm starting with the Prem. I'm starting with Ndombele,
0: okay, mm.
1: for the record transfer for $72 million, Dude, he just didn't – he looked apart maybe in a, a couple games, but, dude, he, he looked like he was just unfit the whole season. Like, he looked like he was tired and his back was hurt. The whole season, yeah, I mean, and Mourinho marino he, he, he got no love either from his management too, so it's like you have no
0: love, you don't <laughs> want to be there yourself, and that's a recipe for disaster. And they paid a lot of money for him,
1: yeah, yeah, so uh and dombele, that's mine the the I guess the improper way of spelling don't and en- uh dembele. it's like the dyslexic way of spelling. <laughs> and that that name confuses me every time I see it. I want to say Dembele, but I'm like, oh, there's an end there. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like that one. I like that one. Okay, Ben, uh, I'll throw one right back at you. Um, if you had actually called this, I have to give Ben credit for this before he went there. But Barcelona paid a lot of money for Antoine Griezmann, mm. and and from the beginning, Ben said that he's not going to fit in. He's not going to mesh well with Messi. There's sort of a history there. Um, but I mean, you know, Barca spent this cash and now they're sort of stuck with a player that doesn't look at all effective on that team and they paid a lot of God. money to get him. So he's probably one of mine, but although he's a tremendous talented football player, he does not fit in at Barcelona. I'd so say he's for the money they spent on him.
1: He's up there on my list. Yeah. 110, $110 million, uh, dollars, Joe, the, the US dollars they spent on him. That one we'll wait. I think we'll wait and see for him. That, that he had a rough season. Yeah. Uh, he did have a goal contributions though. I mean, he had like something like fifteen goals this season, but not not the you know not the signing that not the like season that you would have thought he would had. No, into, to this yeah. Lineup. And uh, he looked lost at times, and not even starting in some of these big games. He didn't start yeah. against Bayern. So. so they'll. Coleman has some work to do in terms of like how does he want to fit all these puzzles together so that that one's that one's a good shout. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go one at you now. Uh the the two signings you guys had, I think they might for I wanna forget these this season is uh Hazard and uh Luka Jovic. Now what are you what are your thoughts on that? So Demis, the Joe?
0: the latter of course, Jovic had I mean he was doing things during lockdown he shouldn't have. He injured himself. Um he didn't fit in. <laughs> he broke his own yeah, foot dude he didn't <laughs> running into yeah, a wall man, it's like i don't know man it's like he, it's like he was a different person for Real madrid completely different person so i don't know what happened if he never recovered from a night out bro um uh, but he we, he was really shit all season and it was really disappointing to see him brought on against manchester city because um, you thought like okay what is this guy gonna do uh, but but hazard yeah. been i guess i dude there was so much hype around his transfer um, I think he yeah. has, like you said, he maybe has another season uh, to justify the cost that Madrid paid for him. Um, he needs to get himself fit. He was he had niggling injuries the whole season. Of course, when he first came on, too, um, he was never fully fit. So, I mean, I think yes, it was down to him as well. We paid a lot of money for him. Um, but I, he could still redeem that man, maybe with a, a little bit more of a break and maybe some fitness, bro, maybe a little bit of dieting. And then, uh, I hope, man, I hope, but that's just, that's just me. Cause he's on my team. So, but yeah, he, you could say for sure he's been a bad, bad, bad
1: pickup. Yeah. It, it, you'd hope the best for him. Cause this is his dream yeah. signing. 198 million is what they paid for him. And I think it's one more for like the future. So like this, this wasn't, this wasn't his season, but I think he's gonna grow into it. Maybe the next season, to come, come to come come to play. Uh, but what I wanted him to see do well in, man, I want him to see him do well in Champions League. Like I, I wanna, I I wanna have a memory right. of him in in a Champions League. I don't see, I don't see him having one yet, you know. So like, you think of all the elite type players that have had their Champions League moments, and so I want to see that for Hazard uh, next season. I, and I'm sure that's why they bought him for right. They bought him for, for I mean every year. Real Madrid wants to win the Champions sure. League, and so that's that's next season is it for him dude. He's he's got a yeah, make up. or break, man. That's right. Yeah, uh, that's all I got for worst, man. I think we 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 give a good kind of topic on the on the best and we went to worst. Uh, should we quickly go into just give me one name, Joe, for for these clubs? I'm gonna name them, and you kind of give me a name. Off the top of your dome, that it would be a dream signing for them, and it would make them either Champions League contenders, title league contenders, uh, fill all their hopes okay. and dreams. Yeah. you ready? Wait, wait. So, so do this Real Madrid realistic or just like they? They? I would say perfect transfer is what I want to call it. So like, it can be um, unrealistic, okay, if you would say, but like you know, we can we can play that dream okay. scenario. Okay, let's do that. So Real Madrid, let's start Mimbape. with Mbappé Has to be, yeah. bro. It first connection. He, the first connection. He loves Hidan, his favorite, uh, his favorite player of all of all time. And so I I'd see that happening eventually, dude. It's just a matter of time. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I hope. Ba- Barcelona. Uh, Virgil van Dijk. Wow. That's that's you concede eight goals, Ben. You need bur- a fucking center back. <laughs> wow. Virgil Van Dijk to Barcelona. Dude, that they've they've uh, they've known to pay Liverpool that yeah, money bro. for their players. Yeah, Suarez, Coutinho, go out. Why not? Why not make it a trio? Get get First van three, Dijk. man. Dream We're transfers, okay. I'm giving you dream transfers. Manchester United. You need a oh, you need a good center back too. Um, Let me help yeah, you out.
0: Ben. Who do you guys need?
1: Koulibaly. Oh, a little sweep over Manchester City. Yeah, I, I I don't know if Man City's gonna get him. Like they they already got that dude uh, Nathan yeah. Ake. Um, uh, like come on, bro. Like how much, how much more do you want? to spend that these days, bro.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> the uh, <seriously laughs> only one. No, I mean
1: he he wanted Maguire when when uh when he was getting that uh that, the transfer. So we we took Maguire from him. So I think we, I, I'm not sure if we were ever linked to to Nathan Ake, but they were really quick to get him. But Gulubali would be my dream dream signing for oh, this window be because you, he'd make you a team. Uh, Partner for McGuire. My partner for Slabhead. What <laughs> <was>. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jamie Vardy calls him, bro. His nickname. Dude, Slabhead. he he looks
0: like a blockhead, man, honestly. And uh yeah, he needs some help. And he could yeah. be a good he could be a good center back, but he definitely needs like a top class player next to him.
1: Next to him, yep. Yep. Uh, I uh Thomas Party. I don't know why I list. Thomas party, yeah, hey, that's a good yeah, one. Uh, not happening though. Not happening. I don't no? see it happening. I don't see it. I don't know. I guess like, dude, he's playing for Atletico Madrid. He's getting Champions League this next season. Uh, I don't know if Arsenal have the money to say to pay for him and then to, to get like another signing. Like, I think they're. I'm not sure. I think they. I, 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 I think I, they have I, the money, but it's always a question: Will they spend it? Will yeah, they spend I think it? You're right. Yeah, will it. they spend it? Like, I, I think they. You're, I think they do have the money, but I just don't know if they have, if they were willing to spend it for a, for a party. But that's a good one. That's a good one. I, 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 that would be a dream perfect And of course, if course
0: needs to re-sign too, that's going to be a priority.
1: That would be – that's priority number yeah. one for them. Juventus, last one.
0: Mm, I would say a dream signing for them that may be realistic. Maybe realistic. Maybe – I don't know. <laughs> man, because they just got rid of Matuidi.
1: They have Ronaldo up top a dream signing for the... they got rid of they got they got rid of Kadira and uh and Iguain so Pirlo, go ahead and You know what? Chop you know them.
0: what Ronaldo really needs some help so I would say I would say Neymar, Ronaldo and De, uh Dybala would be pretty nice up top.
1: Damn bro, wait a minute. You, I said one. No, they
0: already have to uh, Dybala. Oh wait, I didn't hear you. I saw, I thought you said um uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Dybala with uh, Neymar and Ronaldo. That that'd be my dream signing for them.
1: Jeez, Juventus, Neymar. Um, I th- I've heard that. I've heard a rumor that that Ronaldo said to go ahead and go at, go out for Kareem Benzema. Really? But I didn't. Like- yeah. yeah. So if Kareem, Kareem, if Kareem left, if Kareem Benzema left, that only would leave room for Mbappe, bro. So you guys might both benefit if that. Yeah, happens. I, I mean, that'd be really surprising
0: to see Benzema go, especially at his age, man. I don't know if they're willing to pay a lot of money for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Juventus does like those, they do uh, those aging fine wine <laughs> <They players>. do.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh shoot okay juventus covered uh sorry if we didn't mention your team but these are the ones that we picked and we we really cared about i think these are the ones that kind of need that one kind of marquee maybe signing maybe they don't too because i don't think Manu really wants to to have another alexis sanchez situation um but yeah yeah good yeah. calls bro good calls Where are we going next? Should we go into uh, Europa and Champions League reactions? Yes, man.
0: Yes. What a two brilliant tournaments, been. I think the first talking point that we have there um, is that we really enjoyed the one leg affair. So the question is, Ben, is this a similar format you'd like to see in the future where you have the one leg versus two legs? Or, or, you know, what's your instinct tell you there? Let's do it. I
1: don't know why. I don't know know, how we could do it. But I really like this, like, one-legged World Cup style tournament. I would love it. I would. I would love it. I don't know though if it was. It's, it's ever really possible with, uh, with, you know, two legs spreading it out into home and away. They get the money from home and away. So and they get the broadcasting money. Uh, so there's a lot of money involved there. But as a you know football uh, enjoyment perspective, dude, the one-legged affairs were just so good to watch. Just one and done deals, you know. So that was. Yeah, I think think? the one leg is so
0: unpredictable. Like, you know, two legs usually, not always, but usually the best team will establish themselves. But one leg, I mean, you really, like, it's just one day, 90 minutes. Um, And it was so unpredictable. I think that's what a lot of people liked about it. Um, But also this tournament, you didn't have to wait long for the next day, or excuse me, the next game, which was really nice. Um, So you got that instant gratification. But Ben, I'm a fan of away goals. I'm a fan of the two-leg affairs. Um, I think if you look back in time, I mean, some of the classics, you know, the Liverpool Barca comes to mind. Mm -hmm. You get so much drama uh, in the other ones as well. So, I mean... I'd like to keep it the way it is, but I can see the draw to one leg too, especially maybe even for the players who play so many games throughout the season. Uh, but, but it was yeah. really cool, Ben. I, I got I'm so happy
1: it played out the way it did. Yeah. Also, if you're from Europe too, like, you know, if you're like Leon you, and if that was a two-legged affair, uh, which, which it was no, but I mean, like they played Man City, right. They played Man City in the, yep. in the, um, in the next round. Like, you would have loved to to have in leon man city come to your stadium you know to that that there is that that uh that feeling if you're from this from that area to have two legs to have a to have your team host of course that that yeah tournament. so but still man we enjoyed the hell out of this single just leg craziness yeah so completely agree the quarterfinals were lit bro the quarterfinals were, were so, so good. lit. um uh, no, oh, I was going to say, yeah.
0: I mean, and then Europa League too, Ben. I mean, that was that was a pretty amazing finish. Um, To see Sevilla once again lift the trophy that you have to call is theirs, man. <laughs> Just an incredible run for them. And I would say but this is maybe the weakest Sevilla team that's lifted that trophy. That a lot of people – I mean, they yeah. were, I would say they were underdogs every single game that they had played. So, um, of, of course, Lopetegui, right. the manager. I mean, big redemption for him, brother. Big redemption
1: for their coaches. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. That was beautiful, man. Him, uh, like, He was just overwhelmed with joy. at the end of the I think a lot of people saw that when he was just, like, holding his tears back, wiping his face, hugging his teammates, hugging his coaching staff. So, great moment for him and for Sevilla. Like, they, they're probably bummed that they're playing in Champions League next year, bro. Like, let's just, like, can we just give them Europa League <laughs> Well, I think for them, it's too like, okay, if we get knocked out of Champions League, we
0: always got Europa, you know what I mean? Like, let's give it our best <laughs> shot, but we yeah. do have a consolation prize, so um, just brilliant. Yeah. And then, Ben, since we talked about Lukaku, man, so if you missed that game, he had won a penalty in, in the, the first few minutes for Inter, and then at the end of the game, he wasn't awarded an own goal. Uh, but it should have been. Okay. He played a part in Sevilla winning, unfortunately. Uh, so that was really bittersweet from him, man. I know that's going to keep him up at night. Uh, but, dude, that that was probably the better final between um, if you consider the two of Bayern and PSG and Sevilla and Inter. There's way more action in the Inter game. Uh, but Sevilla just well-deserved, man. The type of football that they play is just so
1: attractive to watch. Yeah, man they they used like their wing backs so well, and uh, Benega is just such a beast. Like I love watching him play. Dude, his first just touch to incredible.
0: Tap. He can get out of the tightest <laughs> spots. So, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's uh that was one of my. And he's not going to be there. I think next season. That's what I've uh, heard. I think he's a free agent, and I think he's done. No, he's actually going to um, Saudi
0: Arabia. man. it's already
1: done. Yeah. Oh, man. done. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So what? A, what a year. What? What a like uh time he's had there at sevilla bro uh and so that's tough luck too for inner and lukaku but uh well the, i think inner is gonna come back yeah the other wow. big
0: telling thing is that uh, Conte was fired from juventus because juventus didn't think he had what it take to win a final in europe sort of they knew he could win the league mm-hmm. and now there's rumors that he's going to leave or be asked to leave from Inter milan bit so he's having a tough time too man do you think that's a fair uh reaction to the loss or what
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit uh, overplayed, like a little bit of dramatics, maybe from from him and or from, I don't know. I don't know what to read from that. I think Contes seems like a very emotional type of guy. Yeah. So yeah, I think he might have just taken that loss like really, really poorly. I don't know. So we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, look at the project that he started, though, like in his first season, he's taking him to the final. Uh, and then completely revamped Inter. So they, they look like a different squad. man. Coming next season, they're going to be scary I think, so too. I think
0: they can only get better, honestly, if they keep their players. So I think they need to back him 100%. He's kind of he's cut for the same cloth that Jose is in terms that he loves defensive mm-hmm. tactics. And I think it worked for them until yeah. the final. But anytime you get in a final, man, it's just – it's such a – you really have to get everything right. And or, you have to say they got it wrong that day. But I think it would be harsh to fire him at this point or at least ask him to leave
1: for sure for sure uh yeah bro hey so we talk about today champions league final done deal Uh, What did you think of that game? Oh, man, man.
0: I think the first half was brilliant when it was 0-0. I was heavily uh, rooting for PSG just because I wanted to see the storylines for Mbappe and Neymar, these flair players, you know, finally going against the mighty Germans who who were just that mighty. But um, I thought it was a brilliant game, man. I really did. I didn't want to see Bayern uh, win it, but they deserved it, man. They're a complete team. Um, They have very little weaknesses. I think if PSG maybe took their chances, it, it could have been a different game, but um just yeah. brilliant Ben just brilliant final
1: the biggest thing coming out of this too was like with a journey that Bayern actually went through like seven months ago man they fired their coach and they they lost they lost on the back of a 5-1 loss to uh Eintracht Frankfurt and so the turnaround from that they went ahead and won like 33 I think it was 33 yeah. wins out of like 36 games. Like that is amazing. They went they went ahead and went the first team to one 11 games in a row. The perfect Champions League run. So, I mean, you have to say well deserved as as much as it like uh it was, it was painful to see Neymar in tears and heartbreak again. Uh I think they they it was a well it was it was a 50-50 battle. Like they both had their chances. Manuel Nunes just rediscovered insane. his, like, home, with his yeah. legs. And just rediscovered his form. It seems like everybody under under uh, Flick just played above their level and he got the best out of everybody. And so, credit to them, man. Credit to, to a lot of those players Lewandowski, uh, Thomas Muller, who looked like just like refound his form again and just looks like another, uh, like he's just reborn again. And uh, so, Nabri, there's so many good players They're up and down that line. But the biggest story, too, that the, the guy who scored the goal, bro the guy who scored the goal Kingsley Coman It's a former PSG player like it seems like this has been written in the stars for a lot of these players like like Coutinho for instance Lukaku going through these runs like what a story for Kingsley Coman you know not playing for PSG B and then playing for PSG for 3 games and then being sold uh, on loan to Bayern and then just uplifting his story kind of like similar to, to Naby. so it seems like Bayern know how to get the best out of these players. Like they they're they're willing to take chances on some of these guys and so like what a story I think for them for for Kingsley Coman and for France dude. Like they have such a squad. Um so what a story I think for for Kingsley Coman getting that that winner today. 24 years old. I think he's like the second youngest to win the man of the match for the Champions League uh final. And the youngest person to do that was Lionel Messi in 2011. Yeah.
0: I think you so. hit on something there, though. So the game winner came from a player that you probably weren't thinking would even start that match, maybe. Kingsley Coleman. And you look at the players that did start for PSG. And even on the opposite side for Bayern Munich, you're looking for these players that are competing for the Ballon d'Or. And now Messi and Cristiano have done it for, I would say, a decade now. They would have gotten their name on on the the score sheet. That's the players that they've been. And right now, World Football, Mm -hmm. you're looking for these new talents to sort of step up, or even some of the guys are getting older to step up. Uh, We didn't see that from Lewandowski today. He was a winner. Uh, but you really wanted to see it from Neymar. And he was very, very quiet yeah. today. And he left yeah. Barcelona to get out of Messi's shadow. And Mbappe, once again, I would say was more influ- uh, influential. He had a bigger role. He had chances. Mm. He was creating chances for himself. Um, but you wanted to see more from Neymar, man. Really disappointing for him because he's been so involved in the games before. And then it, it seemed like the occasion got the best of him. Um, and it's super great story for Coman. Um, You know, it's great that he scored. But I mean, I wanted so much more from PSG. And when I said it was a good final is because you didn't know which way the game was going to turn until someone scored. And as soon as Coleman did, you just never thought PSG were going to get back in the game. Um, So it was for that uh, perspective, I was really disappointed not to see Neymar ball, uh, ball out, especially when he wants to be compared. Uh, to Messi and Cristiano, you think those guys would have done something in that game. So I, I want to see more leadership yeah. from these big players, man. It, it's starting to – where it's their time now. I want to see those guys step up. Uh, but like you said, Byron deserved it. Coleman deserved it, man. He had a great game. But uh, I was a little disappointed in that respect.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, man. It, it You know, this was, you know, val- validation for PSG and for yeah. Neymar. I mean for Mbappe like he has he has it all he's he's won the he's won the World Cup if he would have won the Champions League you know at 21 like what else is there for him to to uh, to accomplish right if he would have won this thing? but yeah for Neymar man like you see like you have this Messi camp right and you have this Ronaldo camp and you have like player uh, fans that are just backing those two guys right but then the, you have Neymar that kind of like he's not really he doesn't really get much backing from a lot of people like a lot of people kind of fall off of uh, out of touch maybe with with Neymar and um, you would have thought like this could have been it for him but why do you think that is man? Why do you think he doesn't get like the um, not just because like he didn't put perform in these big moment this big moment here but like why do you think he doesn't get that? kind of respect or what would you say? Is that my fair and saying I that? I think what you're you think?
0: absolutely right, Ben. I think you bring up a really good point. I think the reason the difference is because, of course, you know, you look at the best players in the world or what have been. So You look at the example of Cristiano Ronaldo. You you know, he grew up with a lot of talent, but he's a hard worker. And then you look at a guy like Leo Messi who always shows up in big games um, and he's so talented and you could see his drive. Neymar has been accused of being like a party boy. Um, and another yeah. big difference between him and Messi is that Messi doesn't dive. Like he really doesn't go down. So dive Neymar has this negative stigma that when he gets fouled, he's going to go down, which he does go down easier. I think he's gotten better at that. Um, but he hasn't mm-hmm. made us believe in Neymar. And what I mean by that in these big games, he doesn't make you just sit back and say, man, what a player. Like he finished that amazing. Like some of his Brazilians um, like Patriots in the past have like Ronaldo, like Ronaldinho. you couldn't hate these guys, but Neymar, he, right. he sort of, he commands that you respect him, but he hasn't given us a reason in a while Um And I think that's the only thing that's lacking Ben from a a bigger fan base for him or people um, is in the World Cup, too. He had the same criticism. He was a fancy player, but there was no sort of end product. Um, And he missed a lot of goals coming up to the final. And you kind of hoping that he was blossoming in the final, but we didn't see that from him today. So, um, you know, I think that would I, I think I'd have to say that's probably
1: his biggest criticism bro, right now you exactly spot on that was that was exactly kind of in my notes <laughs> so you took you took that like word for word i have nothing else to add appreciate it neymar neymar's 28 years old uh he's you know he's got he's definitely still in his prime he's got years left but uh it's tough bro it's tough uh, you you you'd hope that he can get to that moment and maybe do it or else that's that's just going to be the stigma that's out there for him but agree um, yeah, we, yep, shall, we
0: see. shall see, man. He's He's got some proving to do.
1: But uh, there's always next year, man. There's always next year. So, uh, dude, what a final we had. I think it was uh, – maybe we, we expected more goals in this, but it was a very tactical battle, I think, very uh, – for, for, like, a purist. Like, you saw that tactical uh, awareness from a lot of these players – Credit to uh, one thing I want to say is for Alfonso Davies enough. I think we've, we've spoken about him plenty on the pod, but uh, to make that transition from MLS to Bayern Munich, that has to be just like the, the, the staple comparison of what you want to do coming out of MLS. So congratulations to him. Uh, congratulations to Bayern and in uh, Sevilla for, for coming up big in the, the Champions League and Europa. So who wins it, Joe? Who wins it in the in the super? Oh, it's gonna be
0: Bayern Munich, man. Too many of Sabia's like you know, Venega. He's gonna move on. I don't think they're gonna be the same complete team when they go up against them. But dude, yeah. you mentioned a good point too about Davies, man. Can you imagine waking up in Canada one day playing for Ed, uh, Edmonton yeah. and then going to play for Bayern Munich, making that transmission or for the Whitecaps and MLS and then
1: Bayern like that, yeah.
0: dude? That's a huge leap, dude. But he did it. Um,
1: Nineteen years old so too, man. Nineteen, dude.
0: I can't believe it, man. That's sort of just like uh, a, everything about his. Movement is just like a dream, dude. So awesome.
1: Yeah, I love that guy. Until we play him again, and, and, and complica, then a conquer cap. Then, then I'll be, I'll be dude, shitting <laughs> man, He's
0: gonna be such a threat.
1: Hell yeah uh so bro i love this combo we did i think justice to covering all the topics that we wanted to right? yeah man
0: i think we hit on everything right now and now we get to kind of see it all play out which is exciting as well and we don't have to wait that long man <laughs> that's
1: right that's right transfer window will close on october 5th but the premier league is like around the corner dude shits around the corner man so get ready uh we we were just gonna sit back relax and uh, see what happens with all these transfers. So. I think that's it for me, man. Is that yeah, it for Ben
0: you? Uh, any specific shout-outs you want to give?
1: Uh not really. I want to maybe give a specific shout out to uh, to some random followers, hey, Timmy. If that's you listening, I want you to say that we appreciate you, I <laughs> and uh, it just uh, and <laughs> just uh, it's like like uh, we appreciate uh, all the all the listens that we're getting from all our friends and, and fans, uh, new fans that we're getting. So stay connected, stay with us on Twitter, on in Instagram, and on Facebook. Just follow us at RegistaReports. Reports and we you'll get noticed too on like new transfer news and uh we 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 banter a little bit and then we also just uh pulled some polls so stay connected with us we we love hearing from you guys and getting any suggestions for new topics too on the pod uh that's it me. all right i have
0: one but i have one cheesy one uh but it's my mom's it's her birthday coming up on september 9th so i just want to give her a special happy birthday okay
1: Hell yeah, dude. She's my mom, too. Absolutely,
0: man. Absolutely. Well, Ben, that was a wrap. Another great show, man. Um, and we'll leave it at that. We will be back um, next Monday, too. So stay
1: tuned. Stay tuned, fellas. Bye. Bye bye.